Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge the Burong people as the traditional custodians of the land in which we meet on. We would also like to pay our respects to their elders past and present. back welcome everybody welcome to gen live welcome back to gen live i hope you guys enjoyed last week's fun episode yeah that title by the way was uh your idea i want to give the credit there where it's due thank you Um, i do like a good pun yeah what a wild time yeah i had a few more as well um can you um talk about them it was they were all to do with like uh wild and like wild timing um wild timing let's get wild like some really you know basic ones but that that that's my basic the wild time was my favorite i really enjoyed it when i wrote that in i was like yeah mm. this sounds good people are gonna like this yeah good <laughs> i'm glad um did you go trick-or-treating <laughs> no <laughs> so yes yeah, so we were in apollo bay and there were lots of kids out trick-or-treating oh they're wrong yeah but we didn't give anyone <laughs> Oh. We're like, nah, fuck that. Nah, we, we don't. We don't celebrate Halloween in Australia. Nah, it was cold and rainy. Like the last, it was. I actually cold. felt bad for those kids. I was like, oh, probably was the same. And now. it's extra cold in Apollo Bay, so freezing. Yeah, the rain. Like you couldn't hear the TV. Oh, if you turn up the TV. Really? Yeah, the rain was that loud. I had subtitles on. <laughs> Living in it, like a full, you know, just. Lockdown in the house mode. That could be our summer though, so get used to it. Oh, please don't say that. Please don't. I can't. I can't do it anymore. No, I don't think any of us can. Um, I went out mm. over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I had a big weekend. Yeah. Um, had two Halloween parties on Saturday night. Two in the one night. Yeah, two in the one night. Yep. Um, fair to say, I drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, if anyone is aware of like alcohol drinks here in Australia, um, at the moment they're you know, I told you about the 196s. Yep, 196. Yep. So yep. the like the one that's been around for ages is the lemon flavor. Mm-hmm. Just right? lemon? Just lemon, right? They had that flavor. That was it. They're great. I think they taste good. A lot of people don't like them. A lot of people do. But recently, mm. they've released a new flavor, which mm. is the grape flavor. Mm. And they've been selling like... Grape's always good in any kind of fruit, okay. fruit vegetables, it, drink, candy. Right? Like yeah. I opened it and it smelt very artificial, like mm. too good. You know what I mean? Like if you smell a, like a, a grape vape. Yeah. Or you know what I'm thinking of? The grape jelly. Yeah. Like those little p- mm, plastic yes. ball things you used to like break open the top with your teeth and you'd yep. suck out the grape jelly. What was that? Oh, I do don't remember that. I do remember those. I used to have them all the time. I used to have them at supermarkets. Oh. I used to go and put them in the shopping when my mum wasn't looking. Oh, good one. Yeah. They had the grape. They had orange. They had apple. All yeah. the flavours. Was it jelly? It was. It was jelly. Yeah. So weird. Satisfying, just like sucking it yeah, out. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> this the audio. Um, that's gonna be fun. Um, but yeah. So like the grape one nine six, and for people who don't know, in one can there's about one point six standards in it, so almost two. Um, that's very intense. Yeah, but the, what's so great about it is like there's no sugar. And it has low calories, so mm. you could drink a whole bunch and you're not going to, like, drink all the sugar, which you would if you were drinking, like... Which a, would make you feel worse as right? well. Because if you were drinking, like, the double blacks, which I hate Ooh. with a passion, 
but like they've got a whole bunch of sugar mm. but they're alcohol alcohol heavy but like it's that without the sugar which is nice. great so i had the, a lot of those and i woke up sunday morning pretty average and yeah. then had to work which wasn't fun mm. i got into work and my fringe like a good indication if you ever mm. see me and my fringe is like oily and looks really, really bad yeah. you, you know Liv either hasn't had a shower in a couple days or um she had a big night night. yeah and my co-worker was like are you okay like just off the bat and I was like you know what I'm not (laughs) oh that's nice that you said that at least (laughs) I'm not okay I'm I'm getting there but I'm not okay um yeah yeah, that was my weekend nice that was what did you have like five days off four days off oh no sorry you don't have days off no sorry you have a really yep cool yeah um (laughs) moving on yeah um i took friday off which was i'm so glad you did yeah yeah it was well needed we went to apollo bay um rained the whole time the first night we were there oh no it rained most of the time we got outside a few on a few odd occasions yeah but the first night we went down i was like prepping dinner and i was about to have a shower and 5 30 p.m and the power went out like full on like Apparently goes out all the time down there, which is fine. And it usually comes Lovely. back on within an hour. Yeah. Um, didn't come back on until 12.31 a.m. So couldn't have a shower, couldn't cook dinner, couldn't turn the lights on, couldn't watch Netflix, couldn't make a cup of tea. Um, no tea? No tea. Like, honestly, probably the worst that's, part. That's very hard. I was so cold. I just wanted a hot shower. Yeah. So we ended up getting takeaway Indian mm. and the poor, like – Indian restaurant as well like obviously all the restaurants were the same but they they were still open because they had gas like kitchen so were they really busy so there was a couple of people in there but they were all all the tables were lit up with phones (laughs) 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 so just like it was just like dark and then these bright like lights on the tables and people like trying to look at their food and Uh um so they were like really really accommodating and then like we get home and we're sitting like half in the dark eating and I'm like, oh, this tastes like really like we had naan bread. Oh, love naan bread. Not love naan bread, and um, India was amazing. Yeah, it's the best. We got some naan bread, and they had absolutely charred the bottom because they probably couldn't see anything in yeah. the kitchen. True. So that would have had an impact. <laughs> God, <laughs> like, I'm eating this anyway. I was like, it was nice. Yeah, but yeah, it was all a bit of a mess the first night. Um, did you did you manage to paint? I did, yeah. I got out my paints. Yay. It was very rusty, like very rusty. But w- did you enjoy it? I didn't, I didn't. Okay. I think I was a bit frustrated at the fact that my skill level wasn't there where I wanted it to yeah. be. Yeah. But it was nice just to like get out my colours, mix my colours. Mm. Um, I was just like painting random flowers we found, like nothing in particular. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was really nice. Oh, lovely. And um, I didn't do any reading. I just, yeah, stuck to painting. And we, yeah, just did some walking. But we <laughs> also, I have a funny story. Yeah. Um, we went for this walk when the sun was out and everyone was out because... The sun was the out. The sun was out. <laughs> this was like one odd morning. And we walked past the public toilet near the park. And there was this woman that had went into the bathroom. She tied her two dogs out the front. And one of the dogs was this gorgeous greyhound. And it... Greyhounds do this stretch where they like, it's like a it's like a downward dog, mm. <laughs> literally a downward. Lit- dog. Literally, so this dog, this greyhound did this stretch, and as it did the stretch, it came out of the harness and out of the leash, and it sort of like wriggled out and was like, 
oh, cool, I'm free now. And I looked around and James and I had caught this in our vision. We were like, oh, my God, the dog just got free. Yeah. Anyway, it wandered into the toilets. <laughs> as you do as a dog. <laughs> and we were just like, oh, my God, how is this going to end? And so we, start, we stood there for like maybe two minutes and the poor owner, like, we just knew she was going to be like a middle-aged woman with like a fanny pack and a puffer jacket. Like you just picture her and she comes out and she's like, oh my God, Alfie, Alfie. And she's freaking out. Alfie, of course it's name's <laughs> Alfie. And we're like immediately like, no, 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 your dog's just in the toilet. It's taking a piss. It's fine. And the dog comes and she's also got another dog and it's standing there like, what the fuck's going on? Anyway, highlight of the trip. <laughs> I could, Alfie, where are you, Alfie? Oh, in her God. puffer jacket. Was it a Kathmandu? Probably. Yeah. It was quite, yeah, it was in the distance, but oh, was I it? felt bad for her. I was like, yeah. oh, gosh, probably freaking out for a millisecond. Um, but yeah, it was good. Mm. Nice weekend. Slept a lot. Oh, my God. You needed, though. So much. Yeah. 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 So you didn't do the five to nine? Hell no. <laughs> Not Hell now. No. Not this time. Yeah. I also watched uh, tons of things. Um, I watched Ladybird. Oh, for the first time? Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I love that film. Uh, we oh, what else did we watch? Oh, um, we did watch White Lotus, which came out oh, a couple months ago. Oh yes, the first episode. Yeah. White Lotus. Um, and we just watched random TV shows. It was good. Yeah. Mm. Um, I actually watched a TV show from Amazon. It's called High School. I don't know if you've okay. heard of it. No. Um, and it's basically based off like a memoir. And it's about a story about two sisters who grew up in Canada. They're twins. Yeah. Um, they both ended up being gay. Mm. And then they grew up and like... Became, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And they grew up and became musicians. But they like... And they're quite famous actually. Oh. I didn't know about the story. Yeah. Um, until I watched it. And it's so... It's so interesting to, to see like twins both grow up to be queer. I know... Uh, twin... Twin <laughs> I know twins <laughs> that are gay. Both gay? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's basically them in high school kind of discovering their sexuality, also like their love for music. And it's set in the 90s, the Cute. late 90s. So it has like a bit of a 90s like yeah. aesthetic, like a lot of Nirvana references, yeah. um, Green Day. Yep. Um, it was really good. And it's Canadian as well. So if anyone wants to watch it, it's on Amazon ah, Prime. Okay. In Austra- if you're in Australia, it's on Amazon Prime. I'll watch that um yeah i really liked it mm. and oh yeah i watched white lotus mm. by the way the whole entire episode i was just obsessing over audrey aubrey plaza oh i know She's she amazing. looked immaculate immaculate hair. could you imagine you're like in a resort right in italy and you see there's a beautiful black hair woman with like mm. just looking exquisite mm. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm a lawyer. I'm, I'm a like, lawyer. of course you are. <laughs> her, her husband's like a rich nerd, basically. Yeah. <laughs> introverted nerd. Um, yeah, what did you think? I it, It's very different from the last one. The whole time, all I could think about, this is so random, mm. but like if I was in a resort in Italy with a bunch of Americans, I would go insane. This is no disrespect to the Americans, but like they're ac- like, don't you think their accents are so normal on TV or film? And then when you're in person, like their accents are just so over the top for some reason. Like it doesn't feel real. Yeah, yeah. So like, m- I was just like thinking that like, imagine if you just like bump into all these Americans at this Italian resort, you'd go insane. Yeah, you would. 
but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. the episode. It's very sexy and very horny. In yeah, it's very moody. Yeah, in that way, um, different vibe, which is good. I think it's good that they steer clear of I season agree. one because yeah. it's going to be nothing. Like you're never going to be able to live up to the hype. Of I that. think if you try to recreate that, yeah, it's just and they obviously know that. Yeah, yeah, that was um, very good. Jennifer Coolidge. I feel very sorry for her. Like. Oh, really? Her partner that she's with. Oh, in, you, a, I thought you meant in real life. No, no, no. Her in, character, yeah. sorry. Her, her her, husband in the show yeah. is a fucking wanker. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a bit of an asshole. A bit manipulative as well. Oh, yeah. He was like, <laughs> he was like t- telling you not to eat the macaroons. Literally. Yes. It's like you ate all five macaroons. She's like, no, I only ate three. Oh, so savage. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited though. I'm, mm. ex- I'm excited to see... The different relationships that grow. And yeah, it seems like, and even the opening credits, which are some of my favorite parts. Oh, this. <laughs> even the music for this, the, the theme take, song. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of taken from the first season. But yeah, it seems like there's going to be a lot of intertwining um, crossovers. Mm. King. Yeah. And oh, the, the old grandpa. Oh, he my God. kept flirting. He annoyed me so much. I just hate people that do like I hate. Hate physically it. felt ill yeah but same. like i know that's the purpose of him i know he played it well he played it very well yeah um but you know the son of that guy in the show yeah um he's from the sopranos yeah okay i've seen his face yeah before. so i think i don't think he's done a whole bunch of stuff so this is like a bit maybe mm. a bit of a comeback for him mm. interested to see okay. but um now i enjoyed it mm. it's pretty good yeah um that's about oh i've actually gotten into um buffy the vampire slayer oh yes yeah i missed that completely i obviously. didn't watch i've only seen a bit here and there but mm. it's very good it's it's good it's yeah. a bit cringe because like obviously it's was made very long time ago but yeah. i think with the message that it has is great yeah and um i'm enjoying it mm. it's funny yeah i know <laughs> and michelle what's it what's what? michelle geller michelle geller yeah yeah, yeah, yeah from scooby-doo yeah um, I love her. Yeah. She's so iconic. She's good. So I'll let you guys know how I go. But mm. I'm up to like season four. Oh, wow. You smashed it. I watched like the last few seasons ages ago when I had Disney Plus. Oh, right. And I got rid of it. Yeah. Now I'm back to it. Oh, you're back. Nice. I'm back. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. Recap. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Okay, cool. Well, let's hit our first topic. Mm. Um, I want to talk about coffee culture and foodstagram culture <laughs> and the ways in which millennials have really obsessed over this and now gen z are taking the piss out of millennials obsessing you, you sounded this. mad before when we were kind i of am just like <laughs> first of all like everyone loves coffee speaking about let's speak about coffee first so i have seen a few tiktoks and just comments on like reddit feeds about how gen z is making fun of millennials in general with you know harry potter and those sorts of things which i think is really funny but they also mention coffee and i'm just what's the i don't know anything about this i think it's i think it's to do with like obsessing about having a coffee and like going to like hashtag um but first coffee, that sort of thing. Wait, oh, like using the hashtag. Yeah, like that's yeah, that's what it seems to be. Okay. Um, which I think is really cringe because I would never do that. Yeah, I mean it is cringe. It's very cringe. Yeah. But 
I just, yeah, I want to know from your perspective if you think it's like the the millennial coffee culture is lame. And also too, on this, your generation is amongst the only that doesn't drink coffee. Like your the majority of your generation doesn't drink coffee. Really? By like surveys I've looked at. Oh yeah. my God, that is, yeah. wow, I'm shocked by that. Yeah. Um, okay, to answer your first question, do I think millennial coffee culture is cringy mm. i'm gonna be honest and say no yeah okay. like i i don't i've never really noticed a millennial coffee culture at all to be fair i don't think it's i don't know do you mean like they would like take a photo of the coffee like and post it is that what you mean yeah i guess the what, the culture that i'm talking about is like yeah <laughs> did you just fart <laughs> jeez oh my God. it reverberated into my microphone <laughs> <laughs> probably I think I reckon mine probably picked that up Far out. <laughs> okay. oh yeah you heard of Jen Lim <laughs> we'll put that in <laughs> we'll put that in there thanks for that that's his two cents for the day men everybody men. applause you know oh oh um Anyway, um, yeah. You made me lose my train of thought. Oh, jeez. James, everybody. Mm. Okay, so apparently, from what I've looked at, 63%. What the fuck have you done? Maybe check your pants as well. Did you kill her as well? Did you gas her? That's going to be really fun to listen back to. Yeah, I know. I hope you should include. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, I think I should. Yeah. Um, You were saying. Okay. So this is the first part of the topic because I want to move into more like food Instagram, which is more important. Yeah, that's but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But from the stats I'm seeing, millennials, sorry, Gen Z is uh, 63% are drink, not drinking coffee. Wow. This was a study done last year and okay. it was also in the US. So I don't know if this oh, is a bit different okay. to Australia. I, honestly, this is interesting. I think coffee culture, I think we all know this. I think coffee culture in America and Melbourne specifically, mm. very different. Okay, um, so they're probably different stats, yeah, yeah, surely. Because, like, when I catch up with my friends, like, we all go for coffee. And, like, I know m- so many people that, like, have more than one coffee a day. And they're majority okay. of them are Gen Z. So the actual coffee consumption isn't the thing. Mm. So how would how do you think about, and this more leads into the food, like, going out for brunch, lunch, whatever, taking photos of your food, posting photos of your coffee, like, I feel like this is where mm. Gen Z Australia are more Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just depends on, like, the manner of it. Like, I also think, like, the caption matters too. Like, if mm. it's a cringy caption. What's a cringy caption? Like, cute. Wait, when, <laughs> say, if you, say if you're, like, <laughs> say if you're, like, you're taking a photo of, like, a coffee and then someone, like, yeah. that you're on, like, yeah a coffee date with right you're like cute coffee date hashtag 
um oat latte or something like that you know oh, something yeah. like it's just annoying. trivial yeah yeah do you know how many times i've gone to post that and mm. then deleted it with that caption oh i'm sure you could yeah no nah, even just like look, putting the location and posting the coffee i just can't even bring myself to do it because i'm like no nah, you know what like <laughs> gen z's are gonna rip me the show. Honestly, <laughs> I, I shouldn't think like that, but I do. Each to each yeah. their own. Yeah. Um, I would never like actually say like that's fucking cringe. Like I wouldn't. Like yeah, you, I know, you, but you think it, and this is this is the problem. I think there's a difference between obviously thinking things and saying them, but yeah. everyone would think it. Yeah. Whereas only like yeah two percent would say it. Yeah. And you don't want you don't want anyone to think that about you. No. Although you can't. This is the thing. Like people find different things cringy so yeah, like okay. all you can really do is just do what you like True. at the end of the I day mean, of course yeah um this is very but if you're being judgy like what's your like what like if you were to think to yourself about someone posting a photo of their brunch uh, it, it, it it depends oh <laughs> no I, be brutal um i would i would probably <laughs> like it like it has it depending on the person like I don't know. Um, do you have friends that do like what I'm saying is actually, so now I'm like getting into your psycho. Yeah. Your psych- psyche. Yeah. Did your generation do this? Yeah. As much as we do. I mean, probably not as much, but yeah. I mean, we're not like innocent in that way. Like no, we definitely yeah. do take photos of our fucking food and post it and like create an aesthetic. I think sometimes Gen Z can try too hard to be. Thank you. Like, um, what's the word? Do you think that – yeah, sorry. No, that like they try to be very simplistic, but it's it's coming across as you're trying too hard. Is that harsh to say? No. Simplistic in what way? Okay, for example, people who try to emulate like Emma um, Chamberlain. Yeah. You know, something, something along those lines. Mm. I don't know. I feel like that's being harsh, but like sometimes it happens. And like I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. You do that if that makes you happy, but yeah, I th- I think Gen Z definitely wants to do that. Yeah. Um. So we're not totally like we're better than you. No, but that's the vibe I get with so- these sorts of things. Mm. And the problem is that Gen Z is also doing the exact same thing as millennials. Yeah. Like the exact same thing. Well, I was telling you this a while ago. Your generation, millennials, are the first generation to like grow up and become old on the internet yeah yeah so the generation before you that didn't happen to them mm. hasn't happened to us yet because we're all still very basically young yeah. so like don't you worry we will get to an age oh, when we're like wait. 28 and <laughs> then the generation be- below us will it'll, it'll, the cycle yeah, the will repeat will itself yeah yeah so like anything anyone ever does is going to be cringe yeah but at the end of the day it's what you do with it mm. positive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you do your thing yeah cool yeah. and millennials if you want to take a photo of your coffee i'm not gonna hate on you i'll champion that okay thank you yeah so, so i've got some gorgeous oat latte photos bro post my them. fetal leaf in the background and then james came into the room oh. and laughed at me and was like loser <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he's like he's so cynical all the time so ignore no, him. i was like i'm not gonna raise this anymore but it was just beautifully like the yeah. color was nice it was yeah. more about like the palette and the aesthetic it yeah. looked nice it was yeah. a nice photo yeah and, like, I like to be simple and shallow like that sometimes. Yeah. I don't like to be always like, oh, my God, mm. I'm so anti-social media. Yeah. Like it's just not – you can't live like that. It's no. too hard to, like – It is. It's honestly way too hard. Yeah. 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 Um, but what kind of coffee do you have? 
for the people who care my order yeah at the moment so it is coming into summer so this will change to an iced yep but i have been getting soy lattes and i alternate between soy and oat milk depending on my vibe and it'll usually last for a couple of months now i do this specifically because um soy milk generally does it's like makes you feel a bit fuller it has more protein less sugar so less like spike in your sugar levels and stuff so it doesn't sort of drain you down i've been feeling tired lately so i'm trying to like reset that Mm. um but i do love the sweetness of the oat latte with an iced coffee so to get technical Mm. iced oat wait before you move on you're allowed to we're from melbourne yeah i know you can Only be taking the world. That's the one thing I'm very, very snobby about too is my coffee. Oh, like I'll walk in. we have to be though. The girls are working out. I'll walk in and I'll be like, can I please have a soy latte? Extra hot. <laughs> like, don't fucking forget it. Extra hot. Extra hot. Don't forget. Um, because I like it extra hot. Just by the time we get back to the office, it's lukewarm. And then I have to go to the microwave and reheat it in my keep cup. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. So, yeah. Interesting. Mm. I yeah, really mm. resonate with the oat milk. Yeah. Um, yeah. my so similar in winter when it's cold, mm. my go-to is either a long black. Oh yeah, I'm That's very right. pretentious. What can I say? I no. like a black coffee. Yeah. Um, and then I it's, do love a yeah, black. yeah yeah either a long black depending on how tired I am, and then I flex between an oat latte. It used to be almond. I used to be a massive almond drinker. Can you? Okay, so have you had a, an an almond latte? as of late after your oat oh my god I'm i don't want you, to i don't like want ass. to i i could imagine i could not believe i used to drink it that. tastes yeah some people still do it nothing against it but personally whoa oh yeah no almond oh. is like i used to i used to hate having almond milk in hot chocolate so i never used to have hot chocolates like for ages because oh. that like almond milk was all i was I drinking but mm. hot chocolate with oat milk is fantastic i need to make you my hot chocolate because mm, i make a good yeah. hot chocolate okay beautiful yeah, we'll do it um yeah yeah but i'm yeah so but then when summer comes around i'm a i'm a a, like either a long iced coffee Mm -hmm. long wait long uh, like an iced i've just completely lost my train of thought a long black long iced black (laughs) an iced long black that's it yeah that's the one Iced long black wow you should yeah you should try a cold brew okay um because it's less acidic oh good it's um the it's because it's cold brew it doesn't like it does something different to the beans oh my god all the coffee critics are gonna be like it does this in the beer um <laughs> yeah they'll say that exactly the bean, it tastes different and okay. it's meant to be a little bit better for you in some sort of oh, way oh okay i'm not really I've sure s- why i've seen that everywhere but i've yeah. just always assumed that it was like the like just another name for a, a black uh, it, coffee it is the way it's brewed like because right. it's cold so right. it drips really slowly over yeah. time um i think it's better to you get more coffee out of it the taste is a bit more like aromatic it's really nice okay um how does because this is not something that millennials have really sort of taken notice to until now but Mm. does is gen z more i guess aware of buying coffee that's more transparently like produced would you think like in terms of fair trade beans and um yeah i'd say like so figuring out where the coffee's from yeah okay i think i think that's something that we're more aware of as we've kind of grown up I, I i think like i have friends who were pretty well aware of like what like 
specific coffee shops have better beans this that yeah um like my sister knows a lot about it because she used to work in a cafe and Mm. she was a barista for like five years um and then i also think the alternative milks have also come into play massively amongst gen z like yeah like honestly i could have a conversation about like what we've just had with milk with my friends um like i don't have many friends who drink cow's milk yeah as well um because i have a few friends that are vegans as well um and the whole reason why i moved over to like i first steered away from cow's milk is because it upset my stomach really bad yeah um and i just i honestly just was kind of sick of cow's milk to yeah. be fair and like having friends who were vegan that kind of like influenced me to try other things and yeah yeah so it was almond but fuck that tastes like shit now i know yeah can't go back i also really got into the um like sustainability behind the milks oh well you, almond is the worst one yeah i know which is, I did not know that until someone told me. Isn't oat the best? I think oat is the best. Yeah. yeah. And it's just unfortunate because the milk that I like is like not a good company to buy from. I'm just um, looking it up, which is yeah. Oatly. Yeah. They've been cancelled, essentially. Oh, really? Um, this is from, I think, last year. But they, I think they had made like misleading environmental claims or something. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot to think about when you're <laughs> choosing right? your milk. And especially like... We can talk about being in Melbourne. Mm. Like, I didn't know this, but do you know other people, even in other states around Australia and internationally, mm. they don't, like, advertise, like, physically what milks they have? Like, you know how, like, you what? go on a really? coffee shop and, like, here they'll have, like... I love it. It's well, my favourite part. It's such an aesthetic. And also, too, it makes you know exactly if they're using what milk, the milk you want. Yeah. Or, like, if they don't have the milk you want, you go for your next best. I honestly am, like, I'll choose yeah. from the lineup. Yeah, yeah. And like, I, yeah, because like I'm sure cafes here would get asked like, "What milk are you using?" Because mm. we, we care that much. <laughs> I do. I've asked that before. Oh yeah, I will be that person. Okay, the shittest. You want to know the really bad like mm. almond milk that mm. like whenever I heard it, I was like, "Fuck no!" Mm. Almond breeze. Apparently, oh that my god, I've had it down the road before. So and bad, I isn't it? Felt physically yeah. ill. That is like known to be horrible. No offense to I know some people that drink that. No offense to you. Um, but personally, personally, they're like <laughs> not shit. even. That's just like <laughs> even just the name of it like haunts me. To be fair, um, the last thing I was going to say is so funny that you say Melbourne because mm. my some of my like extended family interstate. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think it's so funny that we say Melbourne and not Melbourne. What do you mean? We pronounce it with an A. Melbourne. Melbourne. It's everyone else says Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, like that. Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, we live here, okay? We can we, we can <laughs> say what we want. It's Melbourne for any international uh, interstate people listening that yeah. aren't from Victoria, yeah. specifically Melbourne. It's Melbourne, mm. not Melbourne, mm. and it's not dance. It's dance. Mm. People in um, I think Perth say dance, dance. Oh, do they dance? Oh, I didn't know that. It's dance. I have to ask my Perth cousins. You've got cousins everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Literally everywhere. Really? Yeah. yeah, they're everywhere. I find that so fascinating. Huge. Um, oh, I always hear like, I actually have cousins who live in Sydney who have listened to the pod. So if you're listening, shout out to Tiana and Georgia. But nice. um, <laughs> they say, instead of bathers, they say cozies. Oh, cozies. Or togs. Probably both. Yeah, which is interesting. I mean, I've used the three interchangeably. Have you? Probably more bathers. I've but like cozies is just like more of a like a cheeky way. Like I'm like, oh, where are my cozies? Like I've literally never heard anyone say that here. 
Oh, yeah. Cozzies. No, I wouldn't have heard. You know who I hear it from? My parents. Okay. I pick yeah, up all this yeah. slang from yeah, my parents. Yeah, you would. And then James is like, what the hell is that word? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Do you know they don't know the word, like people from New South Wales don't know the word grouse? What? Yes, they do. Well, my cousins didn't when I said it to them once. What? Oh, they're just. They're like, what? What's that mean? And I was like, word. what? That's that's weird. It's like teaching someone a, a slang term. Yeah. And you're like, James didn't know what how you going meant. Like what? that's a bit how you going. A bit how you going. Yeah. yeah. He was like, "Can you please elaborate?" He did not know that. No. What the fuck? So he uses it now and he giggles after. He's like, <laughs> "It's so good." I'm like, "I know, it's a great term." How you going? <laughs> yeah, well, that's a bit how you going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. 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 So that's a good little um, <laughs> recap, I guess, of Instagram food culture. Yeah. I mean, it's honestly going to grow as well because yeah. I, f- I always see pictures of people's food. Actually, this is the last thing I want to touch no, on. No, yeah, go for um, it. I find that my feed is filled up with like aesthetic, like flat lay, like videos of girls, girlies making gorgeous smoothie bowls, food, oh, all yeah. these sorts of things. But I also feel like it's people that are maybe beyond the age of 26 27 doing this like generally yeah um that are like getting into a lot of them have kids as well like they do it at home are you like into watching people make food cooking like no nah, not really oh. i've never been like fully invested in it yeah um i think i'm just because like i'm a bit like lazy when it comes to preparing food and this that do you think that's do you think you'll I'm going to say, do you think you're lazy because it's more convenient to just order food these days? Like, it's so convenient to order I, food. I actually don't order, like, Uber Eats that much. Okay. Or, like, order in food oh. at all, really. Okay. Like, I'll do it, like, once in a blue moon because yeah. I feel bad about spending money on that. Yeah, okay. Um, I just, yeah, it just doesn't come up on my on my feed, to be honest. I'm not that interested in it, but, like, I respect it. Okay. It definitely is, like, a pretty aesthetic as well at times. But, like, it's interesting when... It's all just like skinny white women. Oh, also that. Yeah. Preparing it too. Literally. And it's like, okay, we've seen Vegan this. Slice. Do your friends um, that are your age and younger, do they cook or like to cook? Or I, are they? Thank you for asking this. I have this one friend, shout out to Abby, who is an impeccable cook. Okay. Like, she's a year older than me, so she's Gen Z. Yeah. She will literally cook you like a three course meal. I remember once we came home, this was on a. Um, a Monday morning we had gone out the Sunday night mm. right and she like woke up before me made me an omelet with like oh. a coffee but like the omelet had herbs and spices in it and like chorizo on this it was um, like she is incredible yeah. okay myth busted then um, millennials but, I mean Gen Z's can cook oh there, there is I have multiple friends <laughs> yeah. who great cooks see I've heard consensus is that you guys are lazy and you want to order takeaway I mean there's a there's there's, there's there are people out there that are like that and i know people who do that yeah. and no shame like whatever's easier for you <laughs> shame <laughs> no <laughs> um like there are people out there but i d- do know a high volume of people who love cooking yeah yeah what about you um yeah i love to cook yeah do you um, order in much because i feel like you don't no no i have never well living out in the burbs in the northeastern suburbs there's not much variety for uber eats yeah so i didn't really get into the habit of that Mm. um my younger brother though was more into that when he moved out yeah um 
Well, like it was more convenient. convenient yeah. But and then when he came back home to live with us, he was even ordering breakfast sometimes. Sorry oh, to rip into you, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, like honestly. So I don't know. I just I think there was a bit of a like a difference there in sort of age and doing that mm. sort of thing because I would just never do that. But maybe that's just a personality thing. Yeah. Instead oh, of a general, I don't think. So the consensus is, it's not a generational thing. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think cooking uber eats like i know so many people that uber eats i don't think any of that is determined by generation i think it's just yeah yeah. i agree i agree yeah um okay yeah i think but like we we like it's expensive though to like order uber eats yeah and so like if you're gonna spend that much money on you know, like a one-off thing, why not just go to the supermarket, you know what I mean? Oh, well, also we've got, you know, food, f- like delivery services now, like food, like U-Foods. And do you use them? Ever? I don't, but I know a lot of people, a lot of people that yeah. do because of convenience and time. Like it is like the Good biggest food? time saver. Yeah, really nice. Oh, okay, cool. Um, So you might get to that stage one day. Yeah, when I move out. I can see you doing that. Yeah. I because can. it's really nice food and if you don't want to cook or yeah. like you can't be bothered, you don't like cooking. I mean, I, I like it. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not, like, completely, like, off it. Like, I just think because I have the luxury of living at home at the moment. Oh, that too. And, like, mum will just, like, cook something. Yeah. Um, Take advantage yeah. of that. Yeah. And it's also, again, it's expensive to buy food. So, like, if my mum's already brought the food and she's cooking it, like, I'm not going to say no. Yeah. But, like, I can cook. Like, I make a great curry. So, if anyone wants to come over yeah. one day. And you won't really experience that proper sort of t- cooking until you're by yourself consistently. Yeah. And you're, like honing your exactly like, oh, this tastes better yeah. Yeah. yeah so it'll get yeah yeah, yeah curry yes mm. I need to have you made a curry last week didn't you I did I think it's good curry's just easy and cheap it's so They're easy cheap as well. yeah really cheap yeah well that's a gen live cooking session here oh <laughs> my god I should get my I've got a like a little um halo thing we should get my phone out and record <laughs> I think we should also last thing on touch on did you see Bella Hadid recording filming her sandwich making a sandwich I need to show this to you later no. it was pretty funny okay. it was good I think we should do something on theme with that alright yeah I'm down um yeah so we'll move into the next one the next the, this next topic is mine yes and it's a it's a bit more on the serious side of things oh. well not like crazily like dramatic sad girl stuff no um, but it's like something that uh, I've been feeling a lot of lately, but like basically since I started working and I think a lot of people experience this particular syndrome, if that mm. hints out. Um, but I had a lengthy conversation about this with a friend and it's imposter syndrome. Mm. Now, do you know much about this particular thing? I mean, yeah, it's been thrown around here and there i feel like it gets thrown around too much like to the point yeah very flippantly yeah that's what i'm yeah that's what i gather from it mm. it's just like a, oh i'm anxious oh right like and i don't like when people say that either yeah because i generally have genuinely have it yeah but it's the same sort of thing it's yeah. like oh i just have imposter syndrome mm. it's a lot more to but it. it's like do you really know what it means i actually don't so okay great so i looked it up and basically it is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud, which I think... The I word think. fraud is just like, it thinks like, I feel like someone stole my credit card. <laughs> fraud. My credit card. You're a fraud. Yeah. Um, it affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Mm. Many questions whether they're deserving of accolades, which I highly um, like resonate with yeah. because I find it very difficult. Like even 
say I'm at work and I do something quite well and I get like my manager goes well done Mm. I still think I'm not good enough or like I haven't done a good job Mm. and it's like stuck with me ever since I started working at like 15 I wonder what I triggered that I don't know what it is I think I think I connect it with like I don't like failing as well so like the fear of failing just creates more doubt yeah um but like I wanted to ask you Mm. especially because you're kind of at the moment in like a career job not final but like yeah at the moment um do you ever experience that like because this is like what you're doing as a career like do you do you get that feeling of like feeling like you're a fraud or sometimes like you're at work and you you don't think you're doing things correctly like does that happen to you yes yeah absolutely i think it's only human to feel like that yeah i think that everyone has imposter syndrome to an extent Mm. i don't think it's like a case like every every fifth person or something Mm. may get it Mm. i think it's a natural thing to feel Mm. but there's also extremes where it can get a bit out of hand yeah and you're actually starting to feel more stress. Hey, Barry. Hey, Barry. Barry's entered the Barry's chat like, as well. I have imposter syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate, Liv. I can relate. <laughs> Let me have my say. Um, yeah, I, t- I had more imposter syndrome when I was at uni, mm. I want to say. Mm. Um, because when you're at uni, you're getting graded. You're getting marked. People yeah. are actively telling you what they think of how your brain works yeah. essentially because i was doing a creative degree yes this is where i resonate too because like so it was like very personal and very connected yeah. to me yeah whereas now in the industry a lot of the work i do is not like i don't connect with it personally right, it's right. just it's you know i'm briefed and i do the work mm. so and i am capable of the work um i think that imposter syndrome yeah if for me it happened earlier because I was still like trying to figure out what I wanted to do and if I was doing the right thing. Yeah. And, um, it's it's just oh. it just frustrates me because like I know that I have it. Yeah. And like it, it happens to me all the time and I try to find ways of like So give give me an example. Give me a few examples as to what happened. What was the situation and what oh, happened? There's, there's multiple like okay. say for instance I um I don't know, say I'm, I'm at work at the mm-hmm. job that I work at and I like have to unpack it an order yeah. and I, I do everything correctly. Um, but like the whole time I'm hyper fixating on what I've done wrong or like what could go wrong. Yeah. And then afterwards, after I finished it, I'll be like, I'll just tell myself, oh, I've, I've done this wrong. Like you're not good enough. Like, and it's just like a constant thing. And like, it, it also comes down to confidence. Like I can, yeah. I can pretend i have confidence but like sometimes i just don't Mm. and i know i just find it very overwhelming and i constantly just think i'm not capable and yeah i can't really pinpoint like why i do it or like why i think that way yeah even with this podcast sometimes like Mm. i'm like is it but is it like is it good is it Oh, you know where? Okay, so I think this is just like an overtime understanding thing. Yeah. I get that, but then I'm like, you know what? I don't actually fucking care. Yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah, that's my mentality yeah. with a lot of things now. Is like, is it good? Is it okay? Are people gonna like it? It's just like, I try to block that part out because if I listen to that, I would be like, yeah, 
my mind already has 200 tabs open. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Open. It's too much. It's too much. Um, what makes you... So, have you... Has something ever gone wrong? Like, have you ever failed before? I mean, there's been moments, like, when I used to work... I think it's... I'm going to do a little things link back to when I worked at Macca's. <laughs> um, that's, like, honestly a fucking whole episode. I could give you, like... Ah, uh, tell me some... Okay. Yeah. So... For everyone that doesn't know, McDonald's was my first ever job. So I started oh when I was 15. Oh my God, yep. And that was your first job at 15? Yeah. How long were you there? Three years. Yeah. So oh, I was there. a decent stint for 15. Yeah, I was there for majority of high school, like the end of high school, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got the job there because my sister worked there. It was close to home. So it was like really convenient. Um, what people don't know is that place is like chaotic as fuck. And especially mm. if you work in a very busy store, which I did in the northern suburbs. Like, say we can cut, we can cut out. I mean, I'm... in Mill Park, it's Mill Park. Mac-ish. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And it it's, was notoriously known for being a very busy store. Yeah. I think we were like the second busiest in Victoria at one yeah. point. Um, and yeah, there would be instances where I'd be like, Okay, do you know what? It starts from like you get thrown into a scenario and you're not trained. Firstly, can I just say Macca's employees are built differently. Oh, like, yeah, Like you are. come out of that a different person you in a better – You're like, I'm fucking hard. Literally, I could tell you Macca's so many hard. stories. <laughs> I could tell you so many stories about people we – Oh, my oh Keep going, yeah. Um, but like I would constantly like get thrown into job positions that I wasn't ad- adequate uh, – adequate adequately yes yep trained for <clears throat> mm-hmm. and so then you know obviously under time constraints and pressure mm. like and like very crazy customers you would fall under the pressure which i did at times yeah. and i would stuff up this that and i would get abused by customers so fuck so that kind of like That's brutal and, and like imagine like people forget that people in australia that work at mcdonald's they're all young they're all oh, young yeah, they're all people. like under the age of like 19, 20. Like I was yeah. 15 when I first started yeah. um, and I got abused once when I was 17 by this oh, yeah. a crazy woman. Please be kind to um, stuff. Yeah, literally because they're so young. Mm-hmm. And anyway, she she was a drug-affected person mm-hmm. that came through drive-thru once. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but yeah, so like I'd be thrown into these scenarios and wouldn't know how to deal with it and would ultimately fail in the end because like things wouldn't go my way yeah. and like i'll do something wrong give the wrong order out and then that would like equate to being like yelled at by a customer or mm. like being told off by a high up ma- manager and that mm. happened a few times and it wasn't just to me like other people around me as well yeah and i think that like had a, a massive impact on me because it was so embedded in me at such a young age yeah um and kind of like the fear of having that happen again has kind of like really changed me in the way oh, that I work. Yeah. Um. Because like, oh my god, there were so many. Like, this is what people don't understand. So, if you don't, if you never worked at like Macca's or Hungry Jacks or KFC, each car in drive-through is timed. So really? as soon as you roll up to like the ordering booth, yeah, your countdown starts. So each Do car. You see, like, is there like a timer? You see, on? you see cameras. Like, you see oh the car. You can hear even when like no one's taking your order, they can hear you. You can be heard. So say like they've taken your order, you're just sitting there waiting and you start singing in the car, we can hear you. <gasps> no way. Yeah. That's <laughs> invasive right there. Oh, it's yeah, the amount of times I would like take their order and they'd just be sitting there singing. <laughs> <laughs> or like just like having really random conversations. It's like I I wish What's I What's the worst thing you've ever heard? Oh, Oh, just like really, really 
big bogans as like having a really like oh yeah mate like real like that real yeah decent convo yeah, there yeah, yeah very yeah, decent nice, nice. um <laughs> this is funny i'm like breaking down the maccas experience this is great this um, is probably getting some good therapy trauma dumping yeah here. um so yeah each car is time so each car had to be out by drive through by like three minutes 30 yeah and if they didn't you would like your percent so you would be ranked yeah so like your percentage <laughs> like you'd have to keep 100 percent. and then if you like miss a car your percentage drops and you go down it's like that is so so bad Mm-mm. it's like a competition it's in honestly yeah. did i wonder if they still do that the, yeah oh i'm sorry we need to do an expose on maccas we're gonna go to current affair it's honestly not it's like every um like drive-through place have it like crispy oh Kreme have, okay so it's like, like it's a common like the thing. same system i haven't worked in fast food like that before so i wouldn't Ooh, know it was chaotic I in hospitality when um, I yeah yeah no maccas was um Mm. A very interesting place. And so, yeah, each car's timed. Um, so, like, when when, a, when someone's like, oh, can you please park to the left? It's because they need you to get out of the – because oh, they've got timers sense. on the ground. So, if you drive past the timer, your percentage goes up if they're under the three minutes 30. Oh, my God. Mm. It was very intense. Yeah. That, so, I walked away from that job with, like, trauma, to be fair, which is why I think I have partial, like, imposter syndrome. Well – and this oh my god i've heard that like people that come out of maccas are like you know really well equipped for the mm. industry and like i've just heard this off the cuff so i can sort of understand why because you're yeah. already like jaded by work oh yeah you're just like oh my god well i'm here to make money i guess literally and it's like so interesting because every other job i've had post maccas like because mcdonald's was so on the go fast fast don't stop you can't like not be doing anything it's literally transferred into all my other jobs I've ever had. Like, mm. I can't just stand there and not do anything. I feel mm. very unproductive. Mm. And even in my own life, like, outside of work, like, if I have a day off and I choose to do nothing, I'll do nothing, but I'll feel very guilty about it and, like, hate myself. Fuck. Which is really stressful. Okay. So, back to the imposter syndrome. Yes. So, <laughs> your sense of... I guess failure and insecurity and Mm. failure would stem from McDonald's. I reckon just that environment. Yeah. The environment that it bred to be fair. And like, like you were saying with the, like doing something creative, I think that also, yeah. Like right now in this moment, like, you know, the film industry is so vast and so complicated and like the chances of, you know, yourself making it or like, being able to work in the industry it could be quite taxing mentally Mm, yeah and like all the time like i'm like am i a good writer like yeah can i actually like do that like are my my stories actually good like does this actually look good like am i like it's just like a constant thing um and like i'm somebody that sadly wants and looks for like validation so you need the validation to know you're good to be fair yeah sometimes. so you need to almost learn how to i mean self-praise yeah yeah, yeah. like I've, I've definitely gotten better at like self-praising like yeah. sometimes i'm just like oh yeah i know that's good yeah um but like yeah sometimes like especially if it's like someone i admire and like you know want to hear something positive from them because you know i like their work or yeah. if it's something along those lines like yeah i want to be praised mm. <laughs> i want to feel validated yeah which sucks yeah it's such a complex thing oh yeah and it gets spoken about all the time and that's why like i think it's so interesting to talk about and it'd be interesting to hear 
if anyone else has like experienced or is experiencing imposter syndrome because it's quite common i think it's a lot more common than people realize and that they've got it and they're not really aware aware of it it, yeah now i'm thinking about me and i'm like fuck maybe i do have it but like if you didn't have imposter syndrome would you then slack off not slack off Mm, would you then would you then just sort of do the job to what's ever quite ne- what's <laughs> literally quite quick do the job of what's needed because you're so content and chill yeah so i don't know i feel like sometimes it could there's a silver motivate lining, a silver maybe into it yeah yeah there could be yeah but also like being creative and having this it's i find when i think like that like i just procrastinate and don't do what i'm supposed mm, to do yeah me too it's like the worst thing oh like especially when i'm trying to write a script um and I'm just like, oh, it feels like it's going nowhere. Sorry, just to interject, that's what that's the other thing I watched. Take five with Zan Rowe. Which one? What? Take five. The take five. The Missy Higgins thing you told me to watch. Oh yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she was talking about her writer's block, mm. and I was like, fuck. Can you imagine just having written all those songs and then? And then you're like expected to write continue to perform more, and, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's really hard. Good. It's hard yeah. to be creative sometimes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let us know if you've had... Mm. Do you think... Okay, speaking generationally, do you think it's more of a millennial thing, more of a Gen Z thing? Or do you think... I think it's quite integrated in both. I think it's very integrated. Yeah. Um, Solely because... And I, I actually also think it's much more common in women. Yeah, okay. Because, like, women have kind of been... um. You know... How do I word this? It feels like women have always kind of been told to like second guess themselves like then what what they're doing isn't good enough and like you know sometimes we would have to come up against male counterparts who maybe do the bare minimum and we're doing more than the bare minimum but we're not like getting recognized and Mm. that could be a thing of like well then maybe i'm not good enough maybe what i'm doing isn't good but Mm. you know it is but because like your male counterpart isn't doing like, like I said, doing the bare minimum, it's like he's getting all the praise. Mm. And I feel like that, like, interjects itself into the conversation as well. Yeah. Um, but, like, to go back to the generational thing, I think it's everyone, to mm. be fair. I, th- I don't think it can really be specific to one particular generation because I've, I've, I've heard stories of, of many different kinds of people yeah. kind of experiencing that mm. and having self-doubt and... Mm. Yeah, feeling like they're not good enough. Yeah, even though Gen Z come across as more confident. That's so interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, righteous. And we, more, do, we do, yeah. we do, and I, th- I think we are getting better at like being more confident. But I definitely think so many Gen Zers are struggling with anxiety, which like mm. correlates into having that imposter syndrome as well. So, um, you can yeah. put on a brave front, but you know, I think a, a lot of people do deal with it. Yeah. I think that's the thing to take away from Gen Z is like they put on a brave, cool, trendy face sometimes. Mm. But they're all just – everyone's trying to do the same thing. Yeah. They trauma dump, which is what I just yeah. did. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I needed it for a Thursday night. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> that's nice. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's it for this week's episode. Yeah, wrap us up. Um, but, yeah, let us know any, any like stories about your coffee – um, oh yeah any pretentious <laughs> coffee people out there maybe give us a message what's the most um effed up um 
return coffee order you've had to do you know Ooh. when you return your coffee but i've never i can't do it oh, I i've can't done do it, it. i've done the, it i'm the person that just can't do it oh really yeah nah i'm i'm that karen now i'm a young karen yeah um as freedom's young karen say. in the making um no for that i like it's the one part of my day we didn't touch on this but it's like the one part of my day that if i'm doing it it's a little bit of like just a break from what i'm working on it's a little mm. bit of me time it's a bit of socializing. It's like nice having a, something hot in your hand too. Hot in, a hot drink? This is what I've got written down. Tell me. The positives. Why millennials love it. Um, it breaks up our working day. Yep. Um, it's ritualistic. Mm-hmm. So it creates that sort of stepping a out. A ritual, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ritualistic yeah. is the best word for it. We can socialize with our co-workers as well when we mm. go and do it. We can use coffices, which are coffee offices or cafes. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, that is very millennial yeah. of you. I've never heard that word before. You get some vitamin D, some mm-hmm. sunshine. Yeah. Um, drinking a hot drink is just naturally stimulates the body. It and, does, um, yeah. dilates the veins, which is good for blood flow, etc. Um, it can give you some, like, new ideas and new perspectives on work because you're stepping away. And it's not just a millennial thing. No. Yeah. Um, I, I got really used to in lockdowns. I would have a lot of like, like I'd wake my routine would be have a bagel and then have like mm. a bl- long black. Mm. A so h- American of you. I know. What can I say? Oh. I'm just so American. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> don't do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. So like I'm moving to LA soon. So nice. <laughs> Liv and I have both zonked out today. Far we out. like finished we both well, i mean yeah we both finished work and like came over yeah oh i came over to your house you didn't come over here <laughs> all right i think that's enough yeah. for today <laughs> so unhinged <laughs> um yeah don't forget guys if you can give us a review yeah, um you. they're really important yeah. um because it like exposure um hmm. like that matters um <laughs> And don't forget to follow us at GenLive Podcast. Oh, yeah, we're nearly at 100 followers. Yes, bless. get us to 100. Us. Not 100K, 100. <laughs> Not 100 million, 100. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys back next week. Cool. Thanks, guys. Bye. James, you, James, you want to fart? Fart us out. Outro. <laughs> <laughs>